Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Sheets, the podcast you listen to for all your massage therapy practice business needs. We are your hosts, Chad and Jeanette, and today we're going to be talking about how you can become an NCB TMB approved provider. the next level. Chad. What's up, homegirl? Oh, God. This has been, this has been a day, a good day, but a day nonetheless, just super busy. I mean, even still at the end of summer, just moving and grooving, you know, (laughs) you know how I roll. (laughs) Shake and bake, baby. Shake and bake, baby. How are you? I'm awesome. I, um, allergies are in full swing so yes they know, are <laughs> i'm up in michigan and so we have we have it where it can be super intense and really 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 rough or it'll be super light and you don't know until summer kicks in uh, right once, once the dandelion little guys start going that's when you know it's either going to be really really bad or it's going to be a light summer and so far this has been kind of rough right yeah it is a little rough but so if i sound stuffy or anything i'm that's the reason why it's just a little, (laughs) little thick right now. Well, it's good that you actually don't have to do a lot of talking today because, uh, it's going to be a little bit of all me, um, which is great because there's tons of times where it's all you. So it's my turn now. Tons of times. (laughs) That's funny. Um, okay. So, um, NCB TMB approved provider. So one of the first things that I want to get across is that anyone can do this. Uh, there are limitations as to who can apply to become an approved provider. Um, but most people at being a massage therapist, being licensed for five years is going to get you the approval that you need. Okay. Um, and that is just the qualification to apply to be a continuing education provider. But there are other qualifications that get you to be an approved provider. And I'm pulling all of this from the NCBTMB approved provider handbook, which is going to give everybody the full details of what it takes to become an approved provider, teach a class, design the class. It's like 20 some pages long, but it gives you everything. And it's linked to our resource page. So go to massagecoreacademy.com slash links and it will all be there. Uh, this took a while for me to figure out myself when I was applying to become an approved provider. Um, but there are a couple uh, things that you need to be aware of before you even consider it. One, you're going to have to submit an application. And in that application, you are going to need to basically tell them why you are qualified to teach. And there are five qualifications that are, or, so it's like either, or it's not. And you don't have to have all five of them. Are you ready for them all, Chad? Yeah. Okay. He's nodding his head. Oh, wait, you guys are, you guys are watching the video. You can see. Yeah, they can see us. I'm super ready. I'm super ready. Okay. Holds a minimum of a bachelor's degree from a college or university accredited by a regional crediting body recognized by the U S department of education or a substantially equivalent accrediting body of a foreign sovereign state with a major in a subject directly related to the content that will 
that the program will provide. So for instance, um, you may not be a massage therapist, but you may have a bachelor's degree in, I don't know, nursing. Okay. You might have, you might have your nursing license. You might have a bachelor's in, um, science or biology, and you might be able to teach, uh, anatomy and physiology or more biology subjects, but you're not a massage therapist. Does that make sense? Does that yeah. clear it up? Yeah. So you're saying in a very similar field, but not specifically in LMT. Yeah, correct. Okay. Correct. Um, the second guideline is, or has completed at least five years of professional experience in the practice of massage therapy, or has a minimum of two years of teaching experience. Now, what I'm assuming they mean is two years of massage teaching experience, but it doesn't specifically state massage. So it's quite possible that if you have been a, an instructor or a professor at a university teaching a standard class, that might also qualify you. Uh, that would be a question that you would actually directly call NCB TMB uh, to ask them. Uh, just to make sure, because if that is your only qualifying subject, I would hate to see you go through this whole process and then be denied just on that factor. Um, or has completed an NCBTMB approved teacher training program in the area of interest, which basically means it is a course that NCBTMB approved and the topic of that course is training on how to teach Swedish massage. For example, like the course is specifically, it's not how to learn a topic. It is how to learn to teach it. Yes. Interesting. Good clarification. Yes. Um, last one has completed at least a hundred hours of non-entry level education in the subject matter to be offered and has a minimum of two years of professional experience in the practice related to the subject. So basically what that means is you have a hundred hours of recorded education in that area of the topic that you're going to discuss. And it has to be non-entry. So for example, you can't just take a hundred hours of basic entry level courses for one topic and say, yeah, I'm good. There has to be some sort of leveling up. So with that, uh, a lot of people like uh, myofascial release can all can be a tiered program. Um, lymphatic drainage is definitely a tiered program. Oncology is a tiered yeah. program. You have to have that hundred hours to become an approved provider and two years of professional experience. Do we have any questions on any of those? So what if there's something that benefits the industry, but is not currently recognized as directly, uh, doesn't necessarily fall under one of these categories. Let me give you an example. Okay. If there was somebody who um, was an absolute master of email marketing and they could take a massage therapist and convert their email marketing strategies to where their, you know, what right looks like is phenomenal and they're booking clients and they're doing much better with their business or an accountant, right? What if there's an accountant who specializes in 
keeping books from massage therapists because they understand specific deductions and how to track it and gift certificates and gift cards and how they carry over year by year and when to cash them in and when to cash them out, right? What if there is somebody who is a professional in a different part of the business? We're talking about a licensed business in 46 of the states. Um, what? But what if it's not, they don't teach cupping? What if they don't teach myofascial release? How would somebody like that be able to be an approved provider to teach massage therapists their craft, but allow them to you know, get the credit that they need and really showcase that they are in fact benefiting the industry as a whole. They have to have that, a bachelor's. They have to have a bachelor's under that, right? That they have to have I, a formal education. I know that I don't know. Um, Curveball. I, don't, See, I'm I, not, I just don't know which category that falls under because- so, it's, so there's a second kind of other requirements thing. And uh, there's, there's two- Hmm. there's two other requirements. One, it says a license or certification in massage therapy, massage therapy instruction, or other related profession. I feel like it would fall under that because you can't, you can be an accountant, but most accountants have some sort of other business thing. Like they're not just an accountant, maybe for the first two years, but they might be working towards accounting and tax prep, right? Because that makes the most sense. Your accountant does your taxes, right? Instead of just bookkeeping. Yeah. So I, that honestly, like, I can't answer that for sure. It's a, formaliza it's a formalization that is, I mean, I'm not knocking them to be it by any means, but that's like having that be the criteria in order to better this industry to me is kind of like saying you have to go to college after high school, right? You have, well, to yeah. have, you have to have a degree in order to succeed in life. And here's the thing. There's a lot of people who destroy when it comes to, uh, you know, quality of work and innovation, people who went to college, right? They do way better because the way their brains work isn't for that formal education. So, I mean, I, I don't know if that's something that needs to be rewritten by NCB saying, listen, we used to require these credentials, but if you submit this video proving uh, who you are and what you're capable of doing, you, maybe there's a qualification for this, uh, you know, honorary membership or this, you know, manual process or this whatever, right? That goes in front of a board where they say, yeah, this person's definitely a benefit to the industry. Uh, they should be awarded a approved provider. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so the 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 aside from the bachelor's degree. The fifth one, I'll restate, has completed at least 100 hours of non-entry-level education in the subject matter to be offered and has a minimum of two years of professional experience in practice related to the subject. I feel like that would probably yeah. be the closest because, and I'm not sure because I don't, I'm not, I this agree would with, be. No, I agree with you. I think it might fall under there. That's like the grandfathering but there's a because, pretty high criteria well, because i'm sh i'm sure there are um edge like i'm sure there are um educational classes for marketing for accounting for all of that stuff um i'm i don't know like i don't know if they have like continuing education if they have a certification or a license i don't know what that term is but i feel like if anything 
that would be where they fit. And what it's a hundred hours of what you have to sit in front of the camera and record your lesson plans, or it's not has to be documented somewhere that you've done this or no, I mean, it just says has completed at least a hundred hours of non-entry level education in the subject matter. So, you know, say they took five courses that were 20 hours each, just to make it simple, they would just list the five courses that they took training. And it could be, I mean, it says non-entry level education. So if they've taken a course in you know, accounting for, you know, uh, you know, accounting for businesses with more than a thousand employees. And it was a 15 hour course. And it said tier two level two, like the, the, the best thing that you can do is call NCBT and and say, look, this is what I have. I'm looking at your thing. I have a hundred hours of non-entry level education what they're going to tell you though, is basically submit your application and see what happens. Yeah. Because I mean, I ran into the same thing just to double check. Cause I fell under, I actually fell under the category of has completed at least five years of professional experience because I did not create my cupping course until I was at five years of massage therapy. And coincidentally at that point in time, I had two professional working years in cupping. So I'm assuming that the five years of professional massage experience was what got me in the door. And maybe they, I don't know, because it's either, or it's not. And I would say that in regards to what you're talking about, the last bullet point on requirements is probably what is going to get you in the door. This is why we ask the tough questions, right? Right. I mean, I totally agree with you. Like, I think that, um, you know, it's, it's, I think good teachers can be found even if they don't have accreditation or a bachelor's or a master's or 20 plus years of experience in the field. Um, so I mean, it'd be great if NCBTMB would approve this, be, would change their approval requirements because um, there probably are a lot of classes that massage therapists that would like to that massage therapists would like to take, but the only professionals that can teach those are probably like medical doctors, surgeons, stuff like that. Like I'd love to see a course that was like a 16 hour course on joint replacements. Yeah. What happens when you have a joint replacement, but we are not surgeons. So it's like, you know, PS, if you're listening to the, if you're listening to us banter back and forth and you know, a surgeon, tell them to make a course. So, yeah, that's the interesting. So that's the step further that we definitely have to define here. And I think most people listening understand that you can take a class period mm-hmm. when it's an NCBTMB approved provider that's doing the class, it count, it can account towards a continuing education hour which then goes towards your relicensing and all the criteria needed. So you don't have to take only NCB courses. Those are just going to be the ones most recognized to count towards your CEUs as a requirement for your state license. No, hold on, hold on. I'm going to stop you right there. NCBTMB is the only one, only body that approves courses for continuing education credits. So if it's not NCBTMB approved, you can't, they're the only accrediting body. Well, right. But that doesn't mean you can't still get education. You can't, you can totally. Oh, correct. Yeah. yeah. But so, so it just doesn't count towards your, your CEUs, CEUs, right? Okay. So don't, I just don't want anybody. And I think they know this, but I don't want anybody to think that just because they, uh, you know, there aren't any 
surgeons that are NCBTMB approved doesn't mean you can't take their course. It just means that is a, you know, totally on you course for the education purposes only. You're not going to get credit that can be utilized for, you know, renewals and whatnot. So no, correct. And that, I mean, that's a whole, and that goes for your accounting, that goes for your marketing, that goes for your email, all the stuff that we just discussed. You can take all of these courses and these classes and learn and better yourself and level up your business. Just like Massage Core Academy, we, right. you know, teach all, all different kinds of stuff. Are we going to make you, enable you to be able to get your license? Uh, that has nothing to do with it. We're here to support you in delivering a better experience to your clients and having a better, more streamlined business with a strong foundation. Right. So, you know, you, you can still educate yourself and level up and do well for your business. It's just once these criterias are looked at, it is possible that we might be able to have folks that can bring in those types of classes and have them count towards your CEU requirements. Right. No, so, I mean, so I, I, think, I, I think NCB should take a look. I, I honestly think there is a ton of people that have a lot of knowledge that can be contributed to the industry, right. but they're kind of walled on the ability to be able to provide that. And so as a LMT, you're thinking, well, I got 500 bucks. Do I spend it so that I can get my license again? Or do I spend it just for the sake of getting an education? And if you can right. hit two birds with one stone, and that's kind of what's being forced here. So I think that there should be an additional piece to that, um, or just re-examined. I, I think that there I, could be I feel like there could be more, I feel like there could be more um, instructor qualifications added to it so that we could open up our approved courses, our topics, which is exactly what I'm going to get into next. So that was a good segue because the topics that they have here, I mean, a lot of them are massage related topics, but just on a, on a, uh, quick go through, um, there is, uh, animal massage. So you would definitely like, uh, I don't know, maybe a vet, maybe something specific, but like not everybody's trained in animal massage and it's not, they're two different styles of bodies, <laughs> humans versus animals. Um, uh, business and marketing. That's one of them. Like it's not, you know, that would, you know, professionals outside of the massage therapy industry would be great for that. Um, oncology massage. Um, it would be great even if it wasn't massage, like how to massage, but if it was a class that specifically went deeper into, um, the mechanics of, of cancer, of any type of cancer, um, there's, uh, let's see, hmm, any, there was one other one that I saw in here. Oh, HIV and AIDS. So specifically, like, I mean, that could be a nurse's topic. So there's tons of topics in here that are available for other professionals outside of the massage therapy industry to teach. So, and you can take something. So like for me, if we're, if we're going to talk about topics for me, I learned cupping. I learned it from ACE, um, from an instructor named William loved him. Absolutely. Just, I, I love the guy great instructor. It was a 22 hour course, but <clears throat> the way cupping is taught is kind of like not routines, but we weren't given the hands-on time to try incorporate cups in a standard massage session. So you basically just left with all of these techniques, but had no idea how to flow it into a massage session. And that's what 
a lot of therapists that took a cuffing class found was the hardest part was, well, I, I only use the silicone cups, but I don't use them a lot because I don't know what to do with it to integrate it with a regular massage session. So that's what I teach. I not only teach how to use the cups, every single style of cups that are there include the cups with their purchase, but I also give them more hands-on time than any other class so that they can do a full body session and practice with the cups to see what works for them. And it has been filled every single time. Filled, absolutely filled. So that's where we kind of get into this notion of getting creative. Don't just think, okay, well, I can't teach Ashiatsu. I can't teach hot stone. Think about what you have learned and what you have practiced and see if there is something different about it that you do. Or see if, I mean, if you've been, if, I mean, if you've been teaching, we'll put it this way. After I teach cupping for maybe 10, 15 years, I could have an additional course of how to teach cupping to massage therapists. You can have a course in stretches. Like for, I mean, and a lot of that also depends on where you're located in the world because every area has different things that are popular and different needs. So you kind of have to get your ears out there and think like, what, what kinds of topics are therapists in my area looking for? Okay, that was a lot to unpack. So are there any questions on that? No, the, I think that part was awesome. And it, you know, it was a lot, but here's the thing, the people who are listening, they were with you on that. Um, you know, it's, it's the people like me that are like, well, listen, I, I get that. And teachers teaching teachers, I think that's really cool. I like the concept of teaching a course so that others can teach as well, right? Be right. instructors. I think that's a really cool piece that they have in place. Uh, and when it comes to, you know, we mentioned this as another way to have an additional revenue stream. Well, now we got into the specifics uh, by request on what that actually looks like. So I think this was a really good, right. um, really good session. And, you know, for me, I think, um, I think there's a lot of potential and, you know, massage therapy is a physical, it's a, it's labor, right? Right. And that means there is going to be a, a time where you're going to want to step back where your body just isn't, you're, you're not in it anymore. Right. right. Um, the majority of people, there's going to be that, you know, 10, 20% where they go all the way to the end. Right. Like grandmother right. was one literally right. going until three days before. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, there are some folks who just, that's, that's how they're going to be built. But for the majority of us, um, we're probably going to want to be able to be able to start stepping back. And if we can substitute that with educating and being an approved provider and you get that approval early on, it's going to be easy when you sit down and, you know, take a look at, um, this is something that I have a great idea, but you don't have to go through the process because once you're an approved provider, you're able to create that course, that next course, that next teaching, that next lesson, whatever it is you're going to be doing, and then just submit it. Right. You don't have to go through the longer, more tedious process every single time, because what it is, the process is becoming an, a provider. And that's why it's tough. Right. Because right. You, have to, you have to be pre, you have to be filtered and, and 
meet a certain criteria to become a provider. But once you're, you know, considered a provider, the trust is that you're going to create the content that's going to be beneficial to the industry, support the mission NCB has in place, and you know, not do harm. So, you know, get, becoming that provider is the tough part. But once you're there, then you can just hammer them out, and you can oh really, yeah, you can just really focus on launching that next class and teachers teaching teach teaching teachers to teach what it is that you're a pro at. Right. Uh, so it's, it's endless. There's so much that you can do with this. Right. And there's, I mean, and I'm not going to go into a deep dive on the rest of it because the rest of it is just like bullet point list, but I do want to point this out just for transparency reasons. Um, when you're doing the application, <clears throat> there's also a couple other things that you need to supply. You need to have an outline and they give you an example of an outline. Um, on their website somewhere, like a sample outline for the course, which is pretty detailed. And you also need to establish certain things like learning objectives, objective outcomes, learning outcomes. And they are so, their um, NCBTMB approved handbook is, their approved provider handbook is phenomenal. Like it is very, it was very easy to understand. Um, and with the course outline, super easy to understand. And then once you have that outline, the last thing that you need to do before you actually submit it is teach it to no less than five people. And then those five people fill out evaluations on the course that you did. Then you take all that and you submit it and you get it back. You get your you know, response back within, I don't know, a month, a month and a half. I mean, I got mine back within a month during COVID. So yeah. that's pretty fire. Um, but it is a lot of vis of computer work. It is a lot of organization. And, you know, if you're sitting there and you're already going, oh my God, I'm not good with computer work and outlines and stuff like that. Get a friend, find a family member. Don't let that be your only excuse. Yeah. Hire because it's, yeah. Uh, because it's BS. I'm not an organized, I am not like, I don't like enjoy, I don't enjoy sitting down in front of the computer and writing out outlines. Um, but I did it because I needed to. And then like Chad said, once you're the approved provider, submitting more courses is just like, you can just keep rolling with it. And NCBTMB, surprisingly for how small they still are, um, it's not an organization that has like 5,000 employees. Um, they answer their phone. Every time I've talked to them, they've been more than accommodating at understand, trying to understand what I'm saying and answering it to the best of their ability. So when in doubt, you call NCB TMB and you say, Hey, look, I want to do this. Um, can I do that? Every time I've reached out to them, sent them an email, they've gotten back to me within like two business days. I've, I've been solid. Like I'm happy. Um, and I love teaching. So that's the other part of me. Like I'm preparing for the future because right now my course is, we'll let, we'll finish off and we'll talk about finances for a little bit. Cause a lot of people are like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm sure there's course fees. There are, it's a drop in the bucket. Okay. Your course fees just for the individual pro approved provider fee, it's 225. It's a one-time fee. Um, if you are an organization, it's 450. Okay. That means you're going to be what you're going to be one person and you're going to have several teachers under several instructors underneath you. The course fee is $25. So you pay 225 once 
and you get approved. Every course you submit after that, all your cost is, is $25. That's like a massage and a half. Like it's yeah, not, it's not fair. a crap ton of money. And even if you submit it and you don't, you get denied, it's only $225. I know a lot of people might say, well, like that's half my car payment. Yeah, I get it. It's also a massage and a half. It's also one time, not, not, not reoccurring. I'm sure there is a renewal fee sure. for the, for the continuing ed approved, approved providers. I'm sure there's, Hey, renew your continuing ed approved provider status. There's probably a, a course fee, sorry, renewal fee. But I mean, it's not, it is not difficult and this can boost your income. So I teach a course two times a year and with a standard 16 student, I'm getting a seven grand paycheck. Yeah. And are you considering moving that to be four times a year or three times a year? Or are you going to stick well, twice a year? I'm sticking with twice a year at like in person at the school um, that I currently teach at Pittsburgh School of Massage Therapy. But I am also um, starting to develop the plan to travel and submit this and um, call other schools across the nation and be like, hey, do you have a cupping course that is built for massage therapists? This is what I do. Can I get, it's a three-day course. Can I get into your school? Most massage schools provide the continuing education. So, and if it's a hot course, which cupping is, because there's not a lot of courses built for massage therapists. Um, I have a feeling that probably in like a year, I'm going to be traveling like once a month to yeah. do courses, which is going to be great. I mean, it's, it's going to be phenomenal. It's, it's, see the world and to do what you love and make money doing it. I mean, why not? Yeah. Right. I know. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's all the, that's basically the nuts and bolts of it. Um, I encourage you guys, if you guys are thinking about becoming an approved provider, go to MCA, go to massagecoreacademy.com, click on the chat bot, um, send us a message. Um, I'll see it. Chat will see it. Uh, it shoot, shoot me your questions. I will point you in the right direction. Um, if you want to have a one-on-one -on -one and have a little bit of a conversation about it to say, do you think this would be a niche or whatever? I'm open to it. So I feel like we could have a lot more teachers if they just realized that they are capable of actually doing it. Yeah. So, okay. I'm off my NCBTMB. I, I just, I want more instructors out that there. That was excellent. And, you know, I learned some stuff and we put together uh, a scenario that we had to work through, right? We had a, we had a problem solve on that. So that was a fun, fun little combo we had there. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like talking. I like talking about how you can grow your business with other avenues. Um, I love it. So what do we got? What are we talking about next week? Summer, summertime. So we're talking about re-engaging after, uh, after summer. So, you know, there's oh, okay. the back to school time, the weather's changing, um, you know. How are we, how are we prepping for the next couple months? There's, there's, there's a lot to ramp up for. And if you start getting on that now. You're going to um, be ahead of the game. You're going to be ahead of the game and you're going to be the obvious choice for folks, you know. So you're going to, so that's what we got for next week. Awesome. 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 Keep folding your sheets. Keep doing those follow-up calls. Keep doing your six step process and five key behaviors. And we will catch you next week. Deuces.
next level.